With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin Daf Chavzayim, page 27. Hamevi get himen. If a messenger brings a divorce document and he loses it, Matzela Alter, if he finds it right away, kosher. So it's fine. It's kosher. He can give it over. Vim Lav, Puzzle. However, if he doesn't find it, find it immediately, if he finds it after a bit of time, so we, we have to assume, we, we have to be choshish that perhaps this is actually someone else's divorce document with the same names, and therefore he can't give it over. Let's say he found it in some kind of a vessel, a uh, some kind of pouch. If he recognizes it and he knows that indeed this is the pouch that belongs to the one who gave it over to me, indeed it's okay, it's fine even if it was after time. Or a minu, the Gemara asks, I'll ask you a stira, I'll ask you a contradiction. So we have a case like this. Somebody finds a get, a divorce document, a document that's supposed to free a slave. Daitiki are wills, a will of a person who's on his deathbed. Matanos are these uh, star matanos talking about a document that says that a person is giving over some kind of present. Chevron something that says that someone has actually paid something. So all of these cases we do not we do not bring them back. In other words, you don't have to return them. There's no chiyuv v'shavas aved of returning a lost object. Why? Shani Aimer, because I say ksuvin hayu they were written v'nim lachaleim litnan and the person changed his mind decided not to give them. So you can't give it give it back to the person who wrote it because it might belong to the person who it was supposed to be given to. You can't give it to the person that it was supposed to be given to because the person who wrote it might not have actually given it. So therefore you can't give it to anyone. Ha'amar tunu. So the Gemara makes a diuk. We can deduce that what? If you say that, if the guy said that I want you to give it over, meaning if the guy who lost it says, the, the only issue here has to do with the fact, why don't we give it back? We don't give it back because the guy who wrote it, perhaps he did not, he didn't give it over yet. But if the guy says, I gave it over, he says, give it over. So no, then we do indeed give it. You give it back to the person who it says it's written to. Even for a long amount of time. So that's a stira. That's a problem because we have to be choshish. We should be worried that maybe the thing that you found belonged to someone else was written out to someone else. Amarabah like kasha. So Rabbi says it's not a kasha, it's not a problem. It depends if there are trucks passing by or cars or whatever, buses. If there are people passing by there all the time. And we have to be choshish, we have to be concerned that perhaps something fell out of one of those shiaros, one of those wagons. So then indeed, then you have to be worried. But if it's a place where people aren't usually passing by, then you don't have to be worried. And therefore, even after a long amount of time, you can assume that it was the original document that you actually brought, that the shliach brought. And even if you are talking about a, uh, talking about a place where it is common for for pl- people to pass by in their wagons, Rabbi says that it has to be that you know for a fact you have a chazaka that there are actually two people with the same exact name in that city. Because if we don't say that Rabbi says this, so then we're going to have a problem. Because we're going to have two different statements of Rabbi and they're going to be a contradiction. There was a certain get, a divorce document that was found in the Bezdin of Ravuna. So it said in this document, it said the name of the place was this place called Shviri, the city which is on Rachis Nahara, on this Rachis River. That we have to be worried about the fact that there might be a second city, Shviri. Meaning it was lost, it came in front of Ravuna, and they said, is this for sure the document that the messenger brought? And he said, it's not for sure the document because there might be another city called Shviri, even though the, even though it says specifically which place we're talking about, maybe there's another city with the same name in the, in the, in the vicinity. 
Rav Chizah said to Rabba, Puk va'ayenba, go out and check about this matter. Because in the evening, Rav is going to ask you a question about this case. Nafaki went out, duck, he looked into it, and he found it, and it says in the Mishnah, whenever you have a bezin, a court has verified some kind of document, so even though it's something that's found, and we don't know for sure that this is something, maybe he has backed out of using it, he doesn't want to use it, so no, we don't assume that, we assume that he has not used it yet, and therefore you do indeed return it, because Rashi explains that if a court, if he went to the trouble of verifying it in court, and bringing, and bringing witnesses to make sure to verify those witnesses, so then he certainly planned on using it, and it was certainly used. So therefore you can indeed return it. So basically the bottom line is that Rabbi says that you do return it, even though, as we're about to say, Shiaras Mitsuyos, that there are lots of people that are passing through there. Bahabi Dina de Ravuna, let's see this inside. Behold the best in the court of Ravuna, the Kamakamsha Shiaras Mitsuyos dummy. It's like a place that there are many people that are going through there, Bakapashit, and what was his final what did he say the halach is Yahsir that you do indeed return it. Alma in we can deduce from this that if you have two people with the same name in that city, that's the only way that we're going to say, we're going to assume that it could be possible that this is someone else's document. But if not, not, because there's no other explanation. We have to come on to something, we have to explain. Despite the fact that the Shiaros and Matsuyos, there are pl- uh, wagons passing by there, passing through the court or nearby the court of Ravuna. So nevertheless, we still, d- we still do indeed return it. So there must be some other reason. So that reason is because we know or we don't know for sure that there's another Yosef Ben Shimon, another person with the same name in that city. Now, the Gemara continues. So Rabba did a certain, there was a certain story with Rabba with a certain divorce document. That was found in this big kisna, which is a coat place in Pumpedisa. So he did it like his own sugya. So there are those who say that the case was in a case where it's a place where they actually, they're involved in crea- making these coats. It's the place where they put the flax, they process the flax. Even though we, even though there are muhsak, there is, we know that there are two Yosef and Shimons, but nevertheless, since we're talking about a case where we're in this coat factory, so it's not common, there's not a lot of people going through there. And there are those who say that the case was a case where it's a place where they're actually selling the coats. It's the retail outlet. And the cases where we didn't have, we didn't know for sure that there was two Yosef bin Shemins. And it's a place where lots of people pass by. So that's why he said in that case that indeed you do return it. Rabbi Zera, Rami Masnisan Abraisa. Rabbi Zera, so he created a, a contradiction between the Mishnah and the Braisa. Umeshani, and he answered this. Tanat. We start off with the Mishnah. Our Mishnah, if someone brings a get and it gets lost, if he finds it right away, it's kosher. It's not possible. But if not, it's not good. So I'll bring you a contradiction. If you find a divorce document in the market, if the husband admits that he gave it, return it to the woman. If the, if the man doesn't admit that he gave it over, don't give it to either one. Ha, we turn the page to Chavzainon Vez, 27b. Ha, v'zman shabal moide miyos yachsir li'isha. This would imply that if he would agree, then he would agree, indeed give it over to the woman. Ha, filu meruba. And even if we're talking about a long amount of time since it was lost. So if that's the case, so we see that we don't care about the fact that it's a possibility that someone else will have written this with the same name.
Umeshani, and he answers, what's the, what's the answer to the stira, the contradiction between the Mishnah, which implies that we do care, we do assume that someone else is around that has written it, that has the same name, and in this price we see that we don't care. Umeshani, so he answered this contradiction by saying that the case where we said, that you do indeed return it, that's because it's not a place where it's common for people to pass by, therefore we don't have to assume there's someone else in the city who left it over. However, when we say that you do indeed return it, that's because it's it's a place where it's common for place for wagons to pass by. Amri, that those who say, and there are those who say that indeed, the case is talking about a case where that place where it's written from, we know that there's more than one Yosef bin Shimon there. Who hader? So that's the case where you don't return it. And then it would come out like Rabba. So, but there are those who say no. That even though we don't know for sure that there's two Yosef bin Shimon's in that place, nevertheless, you still don't re- return it. And he's going to argue on Rabbah. Now, the Gemara is going to ask an important question. We're going to try to understand why is it that the first contradiction that we made was from a Mishnah? It's better to make a contradiction from two Mishnahs. Why did, why did Rabbah do it that way? And Rabbi Zer, when he created his contradiction, he brought it from a Brisa. Why did Rabbi Zer do it that way? Why did Rabbah not choose to say like Rabbi Zer, etc.? So the Gemara says like this, Bishlam de Rabbah, We understand why Rabbah didn't say like Rabbi Zer. Masnisan alim because it's much stronger to ask from another Mishnah. Rabbi Zer, my time Why didn't Rabbi Zer say like Rabbah? So he will respond, Mikatani im Amar Tanu does it say in the Mishnah that if the husband says to give it, you give it even for a long amount of time? Who says? How can you make that deal? How can you infer that it can be even done later on? Maybe it's true. If you you can make the deal, you can infer the fact that if you if he says to give it, you give it. Get the kaimalan as we as we said in the mission the altar, meaning the second mission that we brought, the mission in Baba Metziah, the one that we first brought at the beginning of the Gemara. We can't infer for sure that it's talking about that you're giving it back to them at a, at a, at a much later date. Maybe it's only right away, just like our mission. How can you ask that question? How can you ask that stira? So that's why Rabbi Zira, in fact, brings it from the from the brisa because the brisa you can indeed say it makes more sense to say that we're talking about a case where it's later on because otherwise there's no real chiddish there's no real novelty in that brisa whereas the Mishnah the novelty is this diuk this inference that we could say that if he says to give it back then you do indeed give it back so that's why Rabbi Zer did not say like Rabbah now we continue Rabbi Yirmiya Omar Rabbi Yirmiya says Rabbi Yirmiya is giving another explanation as to how we can reconcile the Mishnah the brisa and the other Mishnah so he says it's, for example it's a case they say we never even signed we only signed on one Yosef bin Shimon's and Rashi says we know that this was the Yosef bin Shimon that we signed on so now that they're verifying their own signatures therefore we can know that we can give it back to these people so if that's true says the Gemara then what's the Chiddush what's the novelty of course of course you give it back if they're verifying themselves and they're verifying that these are the people that we dealt with of course you give it back. You would have thought, We should be worried that perhaps you have two different people with two different names and the Edim, the witnesses also have the same names. We have to be worried about that case. That we don't have such a worry. We don't assume that in fact all everyone had the same names. Ravashi, Omar Ravashi says another explanation as to how we can reconcile all of the Mishnayas and the Brises. For example, where they say, either, either the witnesses say, or the, the Shliach who lost it says, that there was a hole in a certain letter in, in, on this document. 
the Havalei Simen Mufak, which is a very good sign. And therefore, once he brings that sign, so he can prove that this is indeed the one that he lost, even later. V'davka betzad ois plainis. And specifically where you said, where he knew exactly which letter it was by. The Havalei Simen Mufak, which is a very good sign, a strong sign. Of al Nekev Ba'alma, if he just says that he knew that there was a hole in it, loy, that would not be enough, that wouldn't suffice. Why? Because we have a suffix, we have a, a quandary about the fact whether or not if one has a simon, which is not a regular sign, which is not a, it's not a very strong sign, it's something that could occur more than once, so will that be enough to help you out, midoraisa, from the Torah or from the, from the rabbis? And Rashi explains that since we're talking about here a da'oraisa, which is if we're going to allow her to get married, to get remarried with this get, we have to be 100% me'ahuz sure that this is really her get, and we don't want to make such a mistake, so therefore we have a suffix, we have a doubt, and we are not going to allow him to give it back to her, the shliach. Rabbi Barachana had lost a get, he was a shliach, he was a messenger to bring it, and he had lost it. And he was now in the base medrash Omar, and they brought it to him, and they said, If you need me to give you some kind of sign, I have a sign. If you if you want me to recognize it, it's enough for me to recognize it, I, re- I will be able to recognize it, even without any signs at all. So they returned it to him. Amar, so he said, He said, I don't know if they give it back to me because I gave them a sign, because and they hold that a regular sign is enough, or if it's for the fact that I was able to recognize it. And only, when do we say that a person can receive his thing back just by recognizing it? Only somebody who's a Talmud Chacham, who's a rabbi. But a regular person, so we don't trust them. Only a person who has has high ideals, he's learned, he has good midos, he has good character traits, so so we know that he's not going to lie, he's not going to fake it out. But a regular person, we're not going to trust them if they just recognize it. Vim Lav Pasol. We said in the Mishnah that if it was not found right away, it's no good. Tan Rabban, we learned in the Mishnah, in the Brayse, I'm sorry. Ezehu Sheloi Altar. what's considered not right away? Rabbi Nassan Aymer Shashoha Kedesh Shetavor Shiara Vitishre. So that he waited the amount of time it would take for a wagon to pass by and for it to, and for it to stop. That's the amount of time. The amount of time that a person would be standing there and know that no one passed. Or there are those who say, the Yeshimim says, that there was nobody there the whole time. The amount of time that, these aren't exactly amounts of time, this is more like he knows for a fact that there was nobody there, or somebody was there that says that he, there was no one there. Rebbe Aymer, Rebbe says, no, it's a, a certain amount of time for sure, which is the amount of time that it takes to write a divorce document. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak says, the amount of time that it takes to read it. Acherim say, that's the amount of time it takes to write it and to read it. And even if you waited, even if a person waited and there were signs on it, they can testify about it. Because you can say that there was a little hole next to a certain letter. But that's, it's only good if you're talking about something which is very specific like that. But if you're talking about something as far as how big the, the divorce document is, he says it's long or short, that's not a good enough proof, because that's something that could be by a hundred different other divorce documents if it's long or short. It's not a good enough proof, you need something very, very specific. The Bresa continues, Let's see if you found it, that it was tied up in some kind of pocket, some kind of pouch, in a wallet, or in a ring. 
We continue on to the top of Chav Chesem and Allah, page 28a. A Shamatzah ben Kelev, or he found it amongst his own uh, vessels, things that are his. Afilah lizman meruba, even if it's a long time later, kosher. It's fine, as long as you recognize that those things belong to the person who is sending the divorce document. Itmar. We learned in a memory of Yehuda Mashmuel. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Halacha shaloishaha adam sham. The halacha is that the amount of time that it is, we're talking about here, is where nobody was there. Nobody had been waiting there. Rabbi Barachana Omar Rav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel. Rabbi Barachana said in the name of Yitzchak Bar Shmuel, Halacha shaloishaha adam sham. The halacha is in a case where nobody passed by there. Lema mar halacha kemar, umar halacha kemar. Why don't they quote when they're saying what the halacha is? Why don't they just say the halacha is like the person who said that? Why do they say what they actually said? My answer is because there are versions of the Brisa where they actually switched around the names, that the names weren't exactly the same for each of those different statements. So therefore, they were just saying what the statements are that they were passing like they were saying that the halacha is like. We'll continue from here in the next daily daf.